0: Welcome to the podcast where beast mode meets manifesting goddess. If you're ready to become the energetic match for all of your desires and start achieving from a place of joy and expansion, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy coach, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care, And together, we are going to Slay and Thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Slay and Thrive podcast. I feel like I say this very often, but I am excited for this episode because I've actually been waiting until Christmas to actually record and post this episode why did I wait this long? A little bit of context. So back in November, Chris and I were at Little Caesars waiting for an order of crazy bread. That is one of my guilty pleasure foods. And there was this pamphlet from the Chillerock Cultural Center. And we were just flipping through it randomly and I saw that they had this Pokemon a go-go burlesque show coming up in April of this year. I got super excited because I am kind of a child at heart, absolutely love Pokemon, and then forgot all about it. But Chris did not forget all about it. Come Christmas time, that was my gift, was two tickets to this show. And that happened this Saturday. I'm recording this on the Monday. And it was so much fun fun. It was just a night of laughing and dancing and beautiful women just shaking their stuff in Pokemon costumes. Totally my jam. Even uh, Chris had a good time, which I was a little worried he is not the Pokemon, Pokemon fan that I am, so I'm glad that he enjoyed himself also. But this episode was inspired by a conversation we had way back in December. And at the time we were talking about Pokemon because I'd just gotten this present and I was talking to him about Gyarados. And you don't have to know anything about Pokemon for this episode to make sense. It's just using a little bit of a story that's actually based more on a Chinese legend than Pokemon itself. This episode is really for anyone who is looking to go to that next level. Whatever that looks like for them. Maybe it's the next level of their identity in general, who they want to become. Maybe it's a next level in their health and fitness, their finances, their career, their relationships. This is for anyone who wants to go to that next level, even if that next level seems a bit far-fetched or impractical. In fact, this is especially for anyone who feels like that next level that they want feels like it's really far away or really just they don't know how they're even going to make it happen. This story is for you. This totally fires me up and I know it's going to fire you up as well. So back when I got this Christmas present, I was talking to Chris about Pokemon and he was very benevolent, benevolently listening And i was talking to him i don't know how this came up about magikarp and gyarados again you don't need to know anything about these pokemon but magikarp is this useless floppy koi fish and he basically just like flails around on the ground and doesn't really do anything cool meanwhile he evolves into gyarados which is this massive sea dragon and he's basically a pretty badass pokemon So I was talking to Chris about this and I actually went to go find a YouTube video to show him a certain clip. It was a clip of James from Team Rocket. He had this Magikarp Pokemon and he finally got sick of it just flailing around and being a useless piece of garbage and he kicks it into the into the ocean and he's like, I don't want you and all of a sudden gyarados evolves out of this magikarp and obviously now gyarados is mad because he just got kicked into the ocean by his owner and he starts wreaking havoc on this town anyways i went to go find this little video clip for chris and i came up with this youtube video that explains how magikarp evolves into gyarados i actually attached the little clip to this episode it's about four minutes It'll also give you some visuals if you're interested in uh, seeing a bit more about what these two creatures actually look like. I clicked on this link because I didn't know why Magikarp evolved into Gyarados. Uh, Again, you don't need to know much about Pokemon, but just know most of the evolutions make more sense than this one does. For example, you have this little chubby baby dragon Charmander, and when he evolves, he evolves into a slightly bigger, fiercer looking dragon and then that evolves into this massive flamethrower shooting dragon that's like the size of a house for example those evolutions make sense they build on each other but i didn't know why did this floundering fish turn into this majestic sea dragon and there is a reason for it so what actually where this actually comes from is from a Chinese legend and in this Chinese legend there's a whole bunch of koi fish and they're just swimming along swimming along until they come to this waterfall and this waterfall is really high and they're just koi fish they can't splash and jump very high so most of these koi fish turn around and they go back they go a different direction But there's a few of these koi fish that continue to keep bouncing and keep splashing and keep trying to get over this waterfall. And as this is happening, as there's a few of the koi fish left that are still trying to jump over this waterfall, there's actually these demons who come along and they actually laugh at the koi fish and they make the waterfall taller. However, after 100 years of jumping and splashing and floundering and trying, one of these koi fish makes it over the waterfall. And to celebrate its perseverance, it gets turned into a dragon. So that's why in the Pokemon show, Magikarp turns into Gyarados. And I didn't just tell you the story for the sake of sharing my passion for Pokemon. There are so many inspiring takeaways from this story. The first takeaway is that your next level can look entirely different from the one you're in. All it takes is using the power of your imagination. If a splashing, floundering koi fish can evolve into a majestic sea dragon that has the power to decimate an entire town with its, like, waterfall tactics, anything is possible. So start to entertain this as you think about your next level. If anything was possible, what would your next level look like? Takeaway two is that you have to keep going. In this story, many of those koi fish turned back. However, some of the koi fish refused to turn back and kept trying to jump over that waterfall. And after enough time, after 100 years, it did make it over that waterfall. And I'm not saying it's going to take 100 years for you to get to that next level, but it might take 100 tries, 100 reps, But it will happen as long as you remain one of the ones who don't turn back, who don't decide that their goal is too far out of reach or too impossible to get to. Takeaway three. You want to ignore the haters and the doubters and the ones who say you can't do it. Remember, there were local demons who laughed at these koi fish and actually made the waterfall taller. And there was at least one koi fish who didn't give up, even though the waterfall was higher. And honestly, sometimes the biggest hater or the biggest doubter we have to ignore and push past is ourselves. We are often the ones who make the waterfall t- higher when we doubt ourselves, when we stop believing it's possible, when we give up on ourselves a little bit. So you have to ignore the doubt and the hate that comes from all directions, including from yourself. And then takeaway four is that to get to this next level, it might take a lot of reps. So maybe not a hundred years, but a hundred times of practicing your moves. So I want you to think about this, even if you don't know anything about Pokemon. They All these little creatures have these different moves that they use in battle. And Magikarp only has four moves. So it has Splash, Bounce, Flail, and Tackle. Those moves are honestly pretty lame when some Pokemon have Flamethrowers and Hyperbeams and Thunderbolts. And still, those four moves were enough to help that Magikarp evolve into a beast of a Pokémon that now has powers like Hydro Pump and Outrage and Waterfall. But the thing is, Magikarp had to keep practicing these moves over and over and over again. So think about this in your own life. If you were a Pokémon getting ready to evolve, what are your current battle attacks? What are your moves? Are they things like meditation or mindful eating? Maybe if you're trying to reach the next level in your finances, maybe one of your power moves is tracking your spending every day, no matter what. And then you want to keep in mind, these are your base moves. When you evolve, you're going to be ready for next level moves as well. So that's something to think about as you continue to grow and evolve. But for now, think about those two to four things that if you did them consistently, they would get you where you want to go with enough repetition, with enough practice. And I really want you to honor these moves in your own life. Magikarp didn't discount its moves. It didn't think to itself, well, all I can do is splash and bounce and flail. What's that going to do? It just kept using those moves until it evolved. The next takeaway that I wanted to talk about is that Pokemon don't win every single battle in order to evolve. They're going to lose some of their battles. Even if you haven't seen the show itself, just imagine these two creatures fighting each other. One's gonna win, one's going to lose. And sometimes they get like electrocuted or smashed by rocks or all kinds of crazy things. They don't always win these battles, but even when they lose, they're gaining experience points. And it's those experience points that eventually allow them to evolve. So as you go through your journey and as you're evolving, you can actually get there faster by being willing to take on more battles. And in being willing to take on more battles, part of this is not being afraid to lose some of the battles. You can get where you want to go so much faster by knowing that even when you lose a battle, you're still gaining experience points. And when you know this, you're not going to have that same tendency to give up when defeat and failure happens. You'll just see it as part of the process, a battle that didn't go as planned, but still gave you experience points. And in your own life, this means not avoiding the battles where you often lose. I think that can be a natural tendency for many of us is to focus on the things we're already really strong in. And then sometimes we kind of shy away or check out when it comes to those battles that are actually harder for us. For example, in my own life, I know for me, I really like to focus on my morning routine and getting that on point when I'm more likely to lose the battles in the evening time. And by starting to really focus on these battles and having a little bit of that battling mentality when I get to that part of the night has made such a difference. So just start to think about where are the times when you often lose a battle, whatever that might look like to you. And then start to think about how you can go into those battles more intentionally so that you're gaining even more experience points. So those were my takeaways from this story. And then I wanted to give you a few ways that you can actually apply these concepts to get to whatever level it is you're wanting to get to. So you want to start by getting specific and clear on what you want your next level to look like. So who is this person? How do they show up? And then you also want to start to think about what you want your power moves to be. So these are the moves that you're going to have when you evolve. And they can be totally different than the base moves you have right now, or they can be leveled up versions of what you've already been doing. For example, maybe instead of doing deep breathing for five minutes as a meditation practice, you want to get to the point where you can do 20 or 30 minute sessions on an almost daily basis. Just a random example for you. You also want to practice your current power moves. And to do that, you want to know what these power moves are. And if it helps, you can even track how often you do them. This is something I actually use my planner for, and it is such a major help for me because the things we track and pay attention to the more likely we are going to A, do them more often, and just B, see more of a progression as we do them. The next way is to go into battle and go into battle regularly. And you want to be especially focused on the battles that you have up to this point been losing quite often. This is where you have the most opportunity to gain some serious experience points. And it's those points that will help you evolve. Final way to apply this, get yourself a Pokemon tattoo so you never forget this amazing story. And uh, I'm totally kidding about that one. (laughs) I actually have done that. I have a little Charmander tattoo, but that is for sure just a bonus. And uh, not required to gain some inspiration and motivation and application from this particular story. So that was today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, there's a little clip so you can watch a video about Magikarp and Gyarados if you are so intrigued. And I wish you the best of luck on reaching your next level, whatever that looks like to you. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're loving this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you listen, And maybe even share this episode with a friend or two. And if you want bonus live trainings, challenges, a monthly book club, and a community of other amazing people looking to slay and thrive daily, I would love for you to join our free Facebook community, the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Hope to see you inside.